Hello and welcome to episode 34 of season 2 of the Hoofball Podcast. My name is Hamish and today I'm joined by just the one co-host because Hugh's uh, unfortunately busy. So you'll have to put up with me and Ben for the next, I don't know, like 45 minutes maybe? Maybe an hour? Who knows? Who knows where this will go? I don't. Just hopefully not too far. Well, yeah, hopefully in the football, fantasy football direction. Although we are yeah. keen for a wee divert every now and again. So Yes, and no Hugh to rein us in. Yeah, so you know, who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, just enjoy the ride, you know. Get, get yourself comfortable. Yeah, we're we're all out of the cup now as well, so it doesn't matter. The who? The the cup. It doesn't matter anymore. What what cup? I, I don't know. So it's a Diddy Cup anyway. Mm, yeah, Mickey Mouse still cup. in it. No Mickey one cares. Mouse, the Mickey Mouse Half Hour Fantasy Cup. That's what I call it. Exactly, and it's all rigged anyway. All rigged. All rigged for views. Rubbish. It's actually really fun, and I do quite enjoy it. But I got um, beat by Thomas of the Scottish Fantasy Football Community Podcast this week on that. Um, so that was upsetting. Uh, he beat me by like five points, I think. Which is funnily enough the same number of points that Hughes now behind me in the league. Well, in the mini league, I'm ahead of Thomas in the mini league. So that's the real like you'd rather win the league than the cup. Although you'd rather, as a Hearts fan, uh, you probably would rather win the league than the cup, right? Yeah. Obviously because your hearts. Like gen- generally, most teams would rather, but you'd not like you'd rather win the cup than finish second, which is what I'm gonna do, because Harry of the Scottish Fantasy Football Community podcast is gonna win our mini league. One I second, think. I need to go. Oh, Someone's well. knocking the door. We've uh, figured that situation out with Ben and his flat. We'll just dive straight into the uh the scores we got this week. Do you actually wanna yeah. Instead of just telling me your score, do you want to run me through your team? I will run you through my team. Give me a second to open up the app, because I was not ready for that. Oh, look at you. I'll also open up my app. Right, my team is an absolute disaster. So let me first say that I had (laughs) (laughs) Shujek in goals after the wildcard, right? Yeah, yeah, and he also got suspended. Suspended, and I brought in Gordon, which worked, to be fair. Yeah. I also brought him in last week <laughs> for, like during the wild card oh right okay as the back because actually I didn't sorry apologies I didn't replace Strijek with Gordon I replaced Stewart who's my backup goalie with Gordon which I should have had yeah. done in the first place is my point because then I would have had two decent goalie options I then had Captain Tav Vice Captain Taylor because I forgot to change that I'm not gonna lie although <laughs> there were many better options on my team apart from Obelai mm. Obelai as I said uh, Rostinho Danny Ralvez with a grand of two points. Uh, Aribo, yep. Connor Ronan, Barry Mackay, Al Forrest, Fashion Sakala, Cactus Jack. Ca- Cactus Jack. That's what um, the SFFC boys call him. But GG is also a name for him. Uh, and he played, he got one point. Actually, no, he got zero points because he got a yellow card. <laughs> So what, uh, how many points did that leave you on? Forty-four. I mean, not the, great. The average was twenty-nine, and it was a pretty low-scoring week in general. I the think highest whoever, was one hundred and four. I, I think whoever got that would have been first by a little while, though. To be honest, that's true. Um, uh, we'll run through you... Shug's team as well. Actually, he also had mm-hmm. Gordon and Captain Tav, as well as uh, Scott Tanser and Cameron Court Vickers in defence. His midfield was Hungbo, uh, vice captain Lewis Ferguson. Connor Ronan, Barry McKay, and Alan Forrest. And then he had Sakala and 
Jakarakis up front. Um, he had 10 points left on the bench, 7 through Obolai, and then uh, that is quite sad. a couple from Hendry and then just the one from Goldson. But yeah, playing Obolai would have been quite the play. But I mean, there's no... Uh, I was going to say, there's no total reason why you would play Obolai over anyone, but you probably have maybe played him over Alan Forrest because we knew Forrest wasn't starting, didn't we? No. Yeah. Did we? Yeah, because that's why I took Forrest yeah, out of my team. Yeah, because it was Saturday. Yeah, okay, fair. I had Forrest on the bench. No, I didn't. I must have started him over Doyle Hayes for some reason. Or maybe you started Doyle Hayes. Did Doyle Hayes play? He did, and he got three points. You know why? Because I was out on my bike and I forgot to change the team in the last minute. I had to use my pre-prep team. Shocker. Uh, uh, yeah, Shug got himself 57 points, which is the most of anyone uh, on the Hoofball pod this week. Well done, Shug. I got 52 via uh, uh, two points from Matt Macy. Um, I had a full <laughs> old firm defence, which I didn't want, but... But it's good for the next three weeks. Yeah. Um, I'd have CCV and Goldson in my three at the back, and then I had Kyogo, Jota, Ferguson, and Captain Barry Mackay in midfield. I had Sakala, uh, Hendry, and Vice-Captain Liam Boyce for just the two points. No extras there. Um, so, so, yeah, it finished on 52. So, Hugh was our, our highest point scorer this week. On Who the was the highest scoring player this week? Did anyone... No one scored two goals because everyone was rubbish. <laughs> All the games were 1-0 bar... Lewis Ferguson was with 12. Oh, was, yeah, it was literally... With, uh, Dylan oh. Levitt on 12. A midfielder that scored and got three bonus points. Yeah, sounds about right. And I had neither of those players. I had Ferguson. I thought about Levitt long and hard and then I decided against it. So. I can't believe Ferguson captain has actually worked these two weeks. Yeah. I I mugged it off because it sounded stupid considering how bad Aberdeen have been. And they've still been bad. But yeah, uh, grinding out our results. Should we just go to that game? Grinding out results against Dundee. That's an Again, embarrassing thing to say. It is indeed. On the beef, they almost scored from kickoff. Uh, yeah, Lewis Ferguson, in fact, almost scored from kickoff. <laughs> I'd have been fuming with that. <laughs> yeah. um, Good effort, though. This game was strange. Dundee uh, seemed the better team at times. And I, I, I mean, I imagine Aberdeen were the better team overall. The shot map's really funny on my app because it's just got one that's in the centre circle. <laughs> <laughs> and you had like about five from Connor Barron outside the box. Yeah, he hit the same shot twice in a row, exactly I the thought, same. I thought the highlight had just... Replayed, yeah, again. that's what I yeah. thought. And then he had a different reaction. I was really confused. And Ramirez was fuming. Yeah. Um... But it's fine, he's going back to America anyway. Well, probably. probably. Uh, I've seen <laughs> more shots outside the box than inside the box, which is funny. Um, no wonder they can't score um, they've actually scored 40 goals this year to be fair um, yeah they had 10 shots from outside the box compared to their 9 inside 5 shots on target it's not that bad actually XG just shy of 2 with 1.92 I mean Aberdeen were unlucky to not win this game by more based on stats and also based on kind of what we saw but, in the you know, football isn't purely based on stats you sometimes have to actually watch a game it's you not... can't just base everything on stats. Harry and Thomas of the uh, Scottish Fantasy Football Community Podcast. That was for you boys. Hope you're listening. If you are, send a wee message to the chat. We're happy to talk. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it was it was Aberdeen this season summed up in a game of football, I think, um, when they were on top, but also, like, at any stage could have lost that game. But they could have drawn, they got a bit, yeah. Like, if Aberdeen lucky. had lost that game, it wouldn't have been a large shock. I think, I think a draw may would have been, I think a loss would have been a bit of a shock. Aberdeen's issue is that they're... You know how people were like, oh, they've got a goal in them. They've got the opposite of that. Like they, they don't. They, they've got the lack of a goal, and like they could lose a goal at they any stage. Can concede a goal exactly. Yeah, but say with, with Joe Lewis in goals. Joe Lewis is just the opposite of conceding. what people say about like Ronaldo, where you're like, oh, if you play Ronaldo enough times, like he'll just score. Whereas if you play Joe Lewis enough times, you'll concede. <laughs> Plenty. That was a really bizarre comparison. <laughs> I was like, he's thinking of it was like he's got a goal in them, but that's not like that's not the way that it works. <laughs> Hugh would understand. Joel Lewis is like Jordan Pickford from a few seasons ago. Yeah, this season, other than the Chelsea game. Apart from that Chelsea game where he was insane. It's unbelievable. Sorry, they're still going down, which is funny. Um, Chelsea might as well. Chelsea might. Chelsea might yeah, Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea might keep everything up. <laughs> Imagine the Chelsea Football Club. Something about blue teams with lions in their badges and money. Just can't do it. Just can't mm-hmm. hack it. You know. Yeah. I, Lewis Ferguson, I think, just proving his worth, and as we discussed before, Lewis Ferguson is, is that padded his way to a move to, to the English <laughs> Premiership next season. <laughs> What's his non-pen XG? So that must be. I don't know. Vastly different to his. Do you reckon if I ask Harry and Thomas now, issue. they'll have replied? Yeah. By the time we All right, well, you carry the podcast for a quick minute. Okay, I think we're done with Aberdeen and Dundee. Yeah. I think we're, I think everyone's done with Dundee for a season. <laughs> get them binned. I mean, that's that's pretty much Aberdeen down, right? Eh, Dundee. Dundee down. That's Aberdeen, that's Aberdeen mathematically safe, in fact, I think. Which I'm curious about. Uh, and St. Mirren as well after their game. So yeah, so it's Dundee now on 26 points. St. Johnson, who lost her game against St. Mirren, which we can cover, um, are on 31 points. St. Mirren, Aberdeen on 39, um, which makes it impossible for Dundee to get out of that bottom two. But with three games remaining, they could still feasibly catch St. Johnson. Yeah. Uh, not feasibly. They could mathematically catch St. Johnson. They won't. They won't. But they could. Especially because they've already played St. Johnson and lost. Lost. Yeah, it's not happening. Like Dundee are as good as gone uh, in my head, at least. Yeah, and St. Johnson. Happy to see the back of them. Agreed. Yeah. And St. Johnson lost to St. Martin, as I said. God, you really, really tried to force that segue in there, weren't you? I know. I that went three times. Well, I said it. <laughs> you said something else. I was like, oh, fuck's sake, Amish. <laughs> just let me move on to St. Johnson. Yeah. Uh, I think St. Johnson just sort of looked like. They're downing tools until the playoffs. They kind of look I don't like they've given them... up a bit. Callum Hendry was all right. Callum Hendry looked pretty lively. Um, he didn't score a goal. And yeah, but he looked we, all, we all brought him in, no? I've had him since the start of the wild card. Same. He's been, he's been shite. Whoever says that... Scored? Assisted? No, he didn't. He did something last week where he got more than two points, no? I think he just turned up. And he therefore got three points for the 60 minutes. If you only get two points for 60 minutes. You was a valid point. He got two points last week. I'm trying shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying shit, okay. Um, um, yeah, pretty... I mean, as is every game this week, which is why this is probably going to end up being a pretty short podcast. It was Nothing shite. happened. <laughs> shite. 
It was a stage firm wasn't bad. At halftime of the games, I looked at all the stats, and in the Hearts game, the St Johnston game, the Hibs game, and the United Motherwell game, all of those sh- uh, games combined at halftime had had five shots on target in them over That's four true. games of football, and then the Aberdeen game on its own had had five shots on target, but still no goals. <laughs> that is vile. I, as I said, I was away during Saturday because it was so nice. I was up my bike and Healthy I like boy. close it. Thank you. And at like five o'clock, I checked my phone. I was like, no one's been talking. There's nothing happened. I yeah. checked BBC Sport. Nothing had happened bar a couple of goals. It was bizarre. Um, I mean, I barred the old firm and arguably the Dundee game. There wasn't really much to play for. Uh, well, I mean, United Motherwell was pretty big for that European chase, and then Ross County against Hearts. That is true. Ross County were playing for something, um, and I guess you could. God, there was a bat outside my window. Vampire, mate. That was mint. <laughs> you never seen a bat? No, not for a what? Like not here. Anyway, um, <laughs> that was fun. It's a bat. Um, I what was I gonna say? Yeah, I guess I guess Aberdeen and Hibs were technically playing to be mathematically safe, but like, I don't think any either of them were really in danger. St. Mirren actually were uh, for a bit. I kind of thought they could be dragged into it, especially with a loss against St. Johnston. If they lost to St. Johnston, it would have been St. Johnston thirty-four points and St. Mirren thirty-six. Yeah, alas, no. Um. Yeah. Uh. uh, Goal from Greg Kilty, assisted by Alex Grieve. Um, Thomas has replied. He has replied. What is he? Ferguson's uh, non-penalty expected goals per ninety is zero point one nine one. That is awful. Yeah. Eh, is it that bad for Sir Mid? I mean, it's because how many goals he scored. You kind of think of him as a goal-scoring midfielder, but it's because he scores penalties. Five point eight total over the season. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, having a good penalty t- kick taker, especially for those like high end championship clubs, is a pretty big deal. Um, that is true. But I, I, wonder- I, I would imagine if he leaves, he'll want to go up to the English Prem rather than to the Championship or to I Rangers. Genuinely, I genuinely don't. He shouldn't go to Rangers. I think. Do it for Barry. Be better place to Barry. It's be for his uncle probably be in his, and his dad will be in his ear. Somewhere like um, about Rangers. Watford, which is obviously talked about a lot. I mean, they are about to go down. They were linked last season. Yeah. Um, where he tried to force a move, but I mean, they are crying out for midfield help, like dying for fucking, it. Fucking Norwich, and then he'll be in the Prem in a season. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, there's plenty of teams in. There. I mean, I was gonna say Brentford, but their midfield's actually all right. Um, Burnley. Yeah. Everton. Did you like a Scottish player? I don't know. Be a, I'd don't be play the Scottish player. Yeah, I'd be uh, I'd be interested to see where um where he ends up. I mean, I this is all on the assumption that he leaves, but I think that's a pretty fair assumption. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, away from him, um, did Conor Ronan get bonus points this week? No. Wait. He looked like he had a pretty good game. 
you got four points. So you got one bonus point and a clean sheet. Mm. It's not bad. I... Yeah. I don't know where he's going to go. Speaking of players that might move. Aberdeen, I reckon. Go back to Wolves. And then he goes to Aberdeen. Is his contract up? I thought he... I thought, he... I thought it is because he's like 23, 24, isn't he? Yeah, he's quite old. Well, not old, but like... Four players to be on still loan. loan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, his contract expires this summer. Oh, to be fair, I could see an English Championship team maybe going for him. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on a lot. Like, you see, it's quite often these players will just, like, uh, kind of chase the money that's offered to them. Because he's, he's not going to be making a lot of money. At, um, he went alone to Grasshoppers. <laughs> that's insane. What? He's also, that's been a on, he's also been on loan in Slovakia. He went alone he's to a great time. Dunajska Streda. Just making the most of his British passport before he can use it. <laughs> That's fun. Um, oh, Nico Schlotterbach just signed for Dortmund. Yeah. Missed that. And then Matthias Ginter went the other way to Freiburg. What a footballer Nico Schlotterbach is. Unbelievable. And he's got an awful haircut, though. Well, yeah. Well, no, it's the haircut's not bad. It's the <laughs> the bleach blonde white. The be- <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, enough about <laughs> German football. <laughs> See, we need Hugh to reel us back in. <laughs> Although he doesn't want to talk about German football right now because of the old, uh, the old Europa League tie. He's nervous because Leipzig lost. Yeah, but he's less nervous because Chris and Kunku might have <laughs> might <go> upset <laughs> might the dressing room with a wee, a wee transfer request. Good Rangers man, Chris and Kunku, doing it for them. Always has been. Yeah. Loves the Queen. Mm, big fan, I imagine. <laughs> Coming from France. Is he not like Cameroonian as well? I don't know, but I know he, he plays for France, doesn't he? Nkunku sounds... Yeah, yeah, he does. Nkunku sounds like a Cameroonian name. You're purely basing that on football, on FIFA. Yeah. And uh, FM. Nothing names. else to play off. That's true. Congolese. That's close enough, right? Geographically? Mm, no. It's in Africa. <laughs> those, <laughs> those stats about the France team. How did they not field a team in the World Cup? Was it you the World Cup they won? They once they field they had a they could have made a full eleven and subs of players that are dual nationality yes. with African countries. Yeah, that's uh, pretty mental. We, isn't it? Can we just say we're recording this while the Champions League is on? Real Madrid have just scored two in two minutes to equalise the game. They actually have. No way. Who scored? Rodrigo with two goals. Rodrigo? That oh, yeah. is insane. Mental. I didn't, I was going to put it on alongside the pod, so but I decided I. against it. 90 and 91st. We'd have both just shut up. Unbelievable. Oh, that's class. I really want a Real Liverpool final. I think it'll be much better football. Um... The Man City, yeah, Liverpool. And we've seen that one before. Yeah, because we, we see it goes. all the time. I'm bored of it. And yeah, not necessarily better football, but it'll just be exciting. Anyway, how did we get to the Champions League final from Johnston A natural progression from St. Johnston It's because St. Johnston is Johnston in Europe. Mm, true. Um, well, end the season in the Championship. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine many people have uh, Greg Kilty in their fantasy team. Uh, not since week one. Or Alex Grieve anymore. Uh that a few was people your... might, a few people might have had um, St. Mirren goalie's name. It's Jack Anik. 
Jack Anik. People might have had. He's not a bad shot, but Zimmerman probably weren't playing well enough for people to be putting him in, in their wildcard teams. So I guess not. Uh, we'll move on to uh, a big game in the chase for Conference League qualification. Uh, Dundee United played at home to Motherwell. They were 1 0 winners. I have it down in my notes. Their goal is the best worst goal I've ever seen. <laughs> or the worst no, the worst best goal I've ever seen. Cause it like see if it if that had worked out smoothly, that goal is like Buscas. Sensational. But it doesn't. It takes like three deflections on the way through but still makes it and then the shot also takes the deflection, right? I'm double checking it now. One sec. Hamish, keep us entertaining while I watch. Um yeah, I I'm I'm pretty sure there's like a wee there's like a wee flick on from Toy Watt at one stage. There's a back heel involved. Uh, and then I think it's a chip back finish. Heel, Levitt, what pass? You've got a sick commentator. <laughs> uh, You're so close to your screen there as well. I promise I'm not short-sighted. Um, it was Dylan Levitt who uh, scored. Great for Dunny United this second half of the season. He's been having a, a great little time. Um, yeah, one of their standout players actually in the second half. Uh was he there all year? Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I think so. Name? I can't find his name. Dylan Levitt, L E V I W T. I'm trying to look for their squad list. All right. E. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's played twenty times this year. To be fair, prior to this, he wasn't playing badly. I think he's just now. Scoring a few more two goals. Two goals. Oh, scored two and two. Is that it? Oh. Surely. No, he's been scoring more than that. He was in the Wales squad for when they played Austria. Yeah. He's a Wales, He's a Welsh international. Oh. He was He was actually highly rated at Man United, like on the same level as Joe Garner, who plays for Nottingham Forest. He is still highly rated. Yeah, but just obviously not as highly if he's going to United on loan, as opposed to a championship team um... vying for promotion. I imagine I would put mm, maybe all the money I own on Dylan Levitt ending up at. Uh, I was going to say Cardiff. Because he's Welsh. Yeah. Fair enough. Or Blackburn, actually. Blackburn makes a lot of sense. I can see that happening. It's just one of those, isn't it? Plus, Manchester, Blackburn, they're close to each other. Are they? Yeah. Oh, Thomas just fired in a stat about Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> he scored two goals from 0.3 xg good for Rodrigo that is just magnificent news uh, 0.3 xg might be about the xg of both teams accumulatively in the Hearts versus Ross County game that's even generous that is um, that was a great segue uh, thanks for coming guys that's going to be the height of this podcast actually um, I was at fair. this game and I yeah. genuinely thought about leaving at half time but then I realised I'd have literally nothing better to do at home so I didn't <laughs> Rubbish. Beefa, you, you had 17 shots, three on target. That is. I don't know where these 17, sh- these 17 shots didn't happen. I didn't see them. I, I didn't does, see does, them. Does the stat count clearances? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I didn't fucking see them. There must have been some ball at getting bonus points out of this game. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I mean, the positives that I could take was I thought Toby Civic looked good. I thought Taylor Moore looked good. I thought 
Alex Cochran looked uh, looked pretty good. Were you playing five at the back? Because I don't trust Google's no, lineup. No, it was a. F- it, I'm sure it was a four. Because Google's lineup has used a three-four-three three with Moore, Sibic, Cochran as your back three. Then Axon, Herring, Woodburn, Mackay, Stevens. Woodburn was playing centre mid, to be fair. Was he actually? Yeah. And then generally, Boyce, Mackay. Woodburn came off the bench uh, against United last week and um, played through the through the midfield, and he was really good when he came on. So I guess. I guess. Yes, yeah, his finishing isn't there, or like his. His he's he's a very good passer balls. of the ball. Exactly, yeah. his passing the ball could um, help him. I mean, he was pretty immense. Uh, to be fair, and my my captain and vice captain were in this game. Liam Boyce should have scored twice. Um, he just wasn't at it. It's further proof that Hearts play well when Liam Boyce plays well, and if Liam Boyce plays badly, Hearts play badly. He's what if Liam Boyce doesn't play? We all cry and go home. Or Josh Sims plays. There was a Josh Sims. That's, uh, Josh Sims plays for Ross County. Ellis Sims. <laughs> I saw the name on the team sheet. I just looked at the wrong team sheet. Um, yeah. I, it, there was a stage in this game, genuinely, where I think Robbie Nielsen had told the players, give the ball to Byron Mackay and hope he does something. Because Byron Mackay was, it was, it was off a corner and Byron Mackay was just stood, like, not like on the, you know, like the corner of the box. He was kind of stood, yeah. like, a few yards diagonally back from that. And, um, he just kept having the ball played to him and then he'd try something and it wouldn't work and we would just recycle back out to him and he'd try something again and it wouldn't work. Brilliant. And we'd recycle and he'd try... It was mental. It genuinely happened about four times in the same passage of play. Passage of play. They, that That's... must have been the tactic. Which, to, to be fair, as a tactic, isn't outrageous because Barbakai is a fantastic footballer. But... Yeah, but then at some point you realise that he's your main man therefore defenders from the other team will go towards yeah. him and maybe... That will and well, and definitely that will open up space for your other attacking players such as Josh Generally, who was Atkinson so. or Mackay Steven. Natty right. Atkinson was really good. Um, if I would assume he got the three bonus points, he would be my man of the match by like a country mile in a game that's he... so hard to tell. Yeah, does he impress you now then? Since he had a bit of a rocky start. Yeah, I, th- I think he's coming to it now, and he's um, he's definitely a winger. He's not a fullback. He's definitely a winger who got pushed back to fullback because. Melbourne City's winger was better than him. You can tell by the way he plays. He loves a wee like Ronaldo chop, like a wee chop inside. Adores it. He lives for it. Rate that though. I mean, it is good fun. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely come into a bit more. He still looks a bit like there's a bit of a. You can see kind of a mistake in him every now and again. But I think that's just because he's not so sound defensively yet. I think he still needs to work on that a bit. But playing as a wing back when you've got you know competent defenders behind you, which. Hearts have for the most part of the season. Um, he's done all right. I'm enjoying it. I enjoy it. This game, you know, it, it was a weird one because the atmosphere was like flat. I mean, we were playing Ross County, who are, I would say, no offense, but it's like they're a tiny little team. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and the game doesn't really team. matter, right? Um, the season is over. The season's done. They're, they are playing to get into. Europe hearts are really just playing for squad fitness. Like I'm surprised. Right, firstly, your bench is so small. Yeah, because you've got that many injuries. You've got yeah. who's who's missing? Suter, obviously. Smith, Halkett Benny, involved. Halkett, um, Kingsley, Kingsley, McInef. Kingsley was Kingsley's on the bench. McInef, uh, which other midfielder? Devlin. 
Devlin, yeah, he wasn't involved. Um, Michael Smith, Benny Beningame. I said that. Said that. Well, wasn't listening to you. People, other people were listening. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. So what I'm saying, what I'm confused by, (laughs) is a your bench was still so small you didn't call it more youth players and. Um, I think that's because Robbie Nielsen only team, made two subs. The youth team didn't bring on a, a The youth team played a cup final this week. And I think that I had something to do with it, to be honest. Could still just brought on the kids for five minutes. Yeah, I would. Because I mean, it makes sense that Hearts have been, especially recently, pretty poor at bringing youth players through. Uh, yeah, I can't think of anyone recently. Well, I mean, there's one, but he like was forced to play. That wasn't even a choice. That was True. the only person in the entire the club that could play left back, and he wasn't a left back. He was a centre mid. <laughs> the best forcing to play a kid that's happened for Hearts. For Hearts, yeah, yeah. Because normally, actually, normally when a when a, like a youth player is forced to play at a young age like that, they sort of just crumble. And I think that's kind of what happened with Harry Cochran a bit. I think he um he was also hyped up. So much. He was Harry Cochran still has a lot of the tools to be a fantastic footballer, but he was run into the ground by Levine. Like played every week, he was like a sixteen-year-old kid, and he was scrawny, and he was a tiny little guy. Like it was never going to be easy. Yeah, is he younger than you? Yeah, yeah. He's he's. I think he only recently turned twenty-one. It's his birthday the other day. Mm, I'm lying. Yeah, no, no. I'm telling the truth. 24th of April is his birthday. So good for you, Harry. There's a penalty to Real Madrid. Oh my God. Um, In terms of Ross County, I think that overall like they defended pretty well. Attack was rubbish. Yep. Jordan White was mint. Um, well, we've seen that. Regan Charles Cook looked pretty awful, actually. Didn't look very good at I, all. He is absolutely down tools and is got his head out the door. So the f- foot yeah. out the door. Foot out the door. That's, that's the phrase. He, that team, I thought it was really funny. He's the only player on that team that looks like a footballer. Every other one just looks like they've just pulled a random man off the street. But he's like, like, like he's got like tape on his hand and stuff. He's got like tape on his ankles and like actually looks like a footballer. Whereas everyone think, else, it looks like they just pulled the player. Does that to you. you just pulled so. the, like a guy out of the crowd and be like, you play today. <laughs> Speefer watching County at times, maybe not so much this season, but last season, yeah. felt like that. Watching Dundee this season has felt like that. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure um, Mike was say watching Hibs has been like that. But, um, good luck to County in their European hunt. I mean, I, I kind of hope Absolutely not. They, Don't you take that there. back. I kind of hope they make it. You fucking there. take that their fans back. Were, their fans were funny. They were good. They, when they sang, is this a library about six times? That was a bit boring. Um, it was really quiet, to be fair. Um, but they, they brought an EU flag. That's fun. How that? Yeah, good fun. They had, they had a good day out, and I'm glad for them. Um, but I really hope they don't get European football. That would really. Well, yeah, but that's like a rivalry, isn't it? Yes, it's like you wouldn't want Hibs to get European football, would no, you? No, I wouldn't. Good. good. And luckily, the way they're going, they won't be getting European I mean, it's football for a little for the while. Um, speaking of Hibs. Won the loss this week to Livingston. Uh, a Scott Pittman goal off a Andrew Shinney assist. Shinney Esther, love him. On the Megan. Um, I brought in Ewan Henderson this week for my team. Uh, that didn't work. Nope. No, it did not. Uh, I thought it would. And it didn't. Um, I, as I said before, have... Obelai, Forrest and Doyle Hayes. So Obelai got a clean sheet. Forrest, Forrest got bench. un point 
and Dolhe's got three, and he was on my bench. Bastard. Uh, it's another Hibs non-clean sheet without Ryan Porteous. Um, yes, which I can't believe how important he is when all we do is slate him. Yeah, well, it's an agenda, really. Uh, Elias Melkerson, rubbish again. Um, He's had one good game for Hibs, right? That cup game. Yeah. Uh, Harry Clark looks pretty threatening on the, at the wing back. So fair play to him. He still looks like a decent option for... Um, fantasy but I mean they play Aberdeen this week but that's not really a threat I disagree and there's better defender options I don't think he's a bad option and he's pretty cheap he's got a goal in him too I barely have a goal in them speaking of not having a goal in them they've just sold their striker who's not scored a single goal he scored once and it was against our broth I'll have you know oh sorry sorry silly me he yeah. didn't score in the league no he didn't which not. is kind of where you want uh, your multi-million pound striker to score, right? Uh, g- uh, generally, yeah. That's where I'd want them to score at. Is he, is he the worst signing Hibs have made? Well, he didn't cost them money though, right? Oh, he was free. Yeah. He would have cost him a fair bit in wages. Yeah. I imagine Luckily, he they must have been... pay a penny in bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine he would have been a pretty hefty wage wage expense. Um. Maybe yeah. paid for his flights. He's, um, and his... he's gone to Chicago Fire now. I think he essentially, from what I understand from MLS fans, was he just really didn't want to play for Orlando anymore. So he went to Hibs, uh, gave up really quickly, and now he's playing for Chicago instead. Bizarre. I don't know why you'd want to live in Chicago instead of Orlando. I was going to say Edinburgh. I think if you're from the US, <laughs> I'd probably rather live in Edinburgh than just anywhere in the US at the moment. To be well, fair, right now, yeah. Because the, yeah. the old politics. The old politics. Uh, let's not dive into that because we're a football podcast. Okay, we'll move on to what was the most exciting game of the game week. Uh, the old firm, uh, as expected, yeah. to be the most exciting game. Um, it didn't take much to be the most exciting game well, without Proxy yeah. having more than one goal in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jota scored for Celtic, uh, a man who I imagine quite a lot of people have in their teams, uh, as well as... A, Dies and Maeda assist. Um, I, I, again, I imagine a lot of people have them in their teams. Um, yeah, I wish I did. Fashion Sakala was probably one of the most highly owned after the wild card, I would imagine, coming into that Motherwell game. Uh, and then it was yep. assisted by Ryan Kent, who I can't imagine his ownership is particularly high um, based on the season that he's having. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, I enjoyed the game. As a, I as a neutral, I, I, no, I say as a neutral. I did want Rangers to win just so there was a bit of a title chase. Agreed. I, no, think, I think either way, Rangers same. wouldn't win the league. No, because it would still require. It would still require Celtic to drop points in the last three somewhere. But the league is um, not mathematically done, but basically done. It's done. Like it's done. We know. We know. Like Celtic have lost three games all season. They're not randomly losing two and dropping or nineteen. Goal difference, especially because they're playing Hearts at Parkhead this week. They're going to put about seven past Hearts, as always you happens think? at Parkhead. That's okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. yeah, I I enjoyed it. It feels like it was longer than three days ago that I watched the game. Yeah. Sorry about that. We took a little break because the uh, the Champions League got, is getting quite exciting, uh, and we were we were giving it a little watch, but now we're back with each other. Um, as the game still goes ahead for a little bit, um, a little bit, a little bit, a little smidge. 
Uh, it's fine. We know Real Madrid's won. Nothing else will happen. Totally. Hopefully. Uh, Hopefully. Yeah, we, uh, we've kind of lost where we were, but um, we're just going to move we'll on talk about to talking about the, the goals. Yep, Jota's uh, goal, uh, carbon, somewhat of a carbon copy of Barisic's previous... Yeah, another take. error by Barisic at the back post. Just Jota just has more desire to get the ball on both occasions. Um, so, I mean, that's about all you can really say on the matter. Maeda yeah. probably should have scored about five, ten minutes after that. Uh, but he kind of he shot himself. A couple, sort of. And then he had another one, yeah, inside the box on the turn where I don't know how he managed to get that much loft on it, to be honest, but it went so far over. Um, what else happened? Yeah. Sakala so turned into prime R9 Ronaldo for, uh, <laughs> for his goal. Finish. Lovely finish. Really lovely finish. Um I feel a bit sorry for Joe Hart in that because people were like, how do you get beat at your front post? But like... I, I, I he struck like, that so well and so fast. I feel that also getting beat at your front post is a bit of a myth in football because you expected it to go the other way for one and he's absolutely yeah. fucking rocketed it. <laughs> Agreed. So... Yeah, I don't, I don't. I wouldn't expect Joe Hart to save that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. expect that. Many goalies to have saved that shot, to be fair. So, there you have it. Um, those, those were the goals in full detail. <laughs> full, full detail. Was there any other chance? There was, I mean, both teams probably could have won this game about like three one, four one. I think Rangers, on upon reflection, were probably more dominant across the whole game. Yeah, but I didn't feel like they were very dangerous, mm. especially with Celtic's defense being pretty solid. Both yeah. defenses, in fairness, being pretty solid. What one thing I found interesting to note is the difference in age between the midfields. Both teams play midfield three essentially. Yeah. And then Celtics is McGregor, um, O'Reilly, and Tatati, which is what 27, 25, 22, O'Reilly. You're one year off on every single one of them. <laughs> That's not bad. That I'll take that. <laughs> 28-24-21. Uh, I think it averages out the same number. It will, yeah. And then Rangers is about 40-40-40. Davis, Arfield, Scotty Arfield's and Lundstrom. 33-34. Davis, Davis is 37. Is and then Lundstrom's like late 20s, I think. Is he not even 30 yet? I don't think so. I think he's young, one of them younger than you think he is. Like, like a certain Scottish centre-back. Our Grant. Our Grant. Our Grant Hanley. And actually, who we discovered today is not even that old either. Gary Hooper. Gary Hooper, yeah, 34. Only 34. I still don't believe that, actually. I think Thomas was lying. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting to note the difference, and maybe that's part of the reason Rangers have suffered at times this season, just because of the lack of energy in the midfield, especially without Jack. Um, You don't really have a sort of, you know, energetic box-to-box player in this, in the same sense at least like Arebo and Kamara both haven't really played amazingly in the centre mid I've found this season I don't yeah. know if you disagree he might uh, I, I, Arebo was really good until he kind of got to AFCON and then he was mm, tired kind of bad after AFCON yeah and he's also been shifted up wide oh he's now playing false nine right which is awful Yeah, and I don't know what's up with Kamara, why well, he's not playing at all. 
Ramesh, uh, I guess he's less preferred. Yeah, well, it's just because he was tipped with a move, you know, a move up. It depends on the so game, speak. to be fair, because, like, Kamara played the full 90 against Leipzig last week. Okay. And then he started against Motherwell. Guess you might play tomorrow then? We'll find out. Yeah, I think it kind of is. That, that midfield is able to rotate quite a lot, which I think is one of the benefits of yeah, it. Yeah, that is true. I think, that, really, I think for an old firm, you'd have expected some more energy in Rangers midfield. Yeah, although, I mean, to be fair, Scott Airfield, as old as he is, is full of energy most of the time. He's a workhorse. Yeah. Also just been getting injured recently. I thought John Lundstrom was pretty good in that game, as he has been very much recently. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that signal was going to be a bit of a flop, like classic English player comes to comes to Scotland and they're a bit meh, even though they've played at like what English fans would tell you is a much higher level. Um, but I mean, he's really come into it recently. He's uh, gone down as a as a bit of a, a cult favourite now at Rangers, in fact. Yeah, and well, <clears throat> it wasn't part of the reason he went because of Gerard being a scouser. Was it wrong? Oh, okay. Maybe. Cool. That'd be right. <laughs> um, shall we move on to the fixtures coming up this week and give a little bit of a... Can, can I mention a game that happened oh, yesterday? Oh, yes, you can, I suppose. Cali beat Partick. They did. Uh, oh, okay, the first leg of the, the first semi-final. First rung on the ladder of the... Well, is it a semi? Yeah, because it's a semi. I think it's classed the semi. Then you've got the finals versus Arbroath, and then you've got the actual playoff game. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't matter. It's the playoff, it, the one that would be versus St. Johnston is only one game, isn't it? Correct, the others are two. Yeah. I dislike the way the playoff is set up. I think it's weird that it works like it that, but it doesn't work like that advantage. in other leagues. It's such an advantage to the Premiership team. Yeah, I, was, I don't think it's right. I think, the, if anything, the Championship team should be benefited. Because, even bias aside, I think Cali win against Partick on Friday... We should do. We're two one up. We're at home. We should win. <clears throat> be winning. I think we can beat our broth. It'll be a close one, but I think we can beat our broth. But then we played four games in two weeks, and then we're playing St Johnson uh, at McDermott Park. So it's not even at McDermott Park venue. And they probably have had a, they've had a week off by that point. I think. Mm. Is that right? By when? Season ends on the fourteenth of May. Uh, have we got a midweek games next week? Uh, yeah. No. It's bad that I didn't know that. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so it's the 14th of May. It's next week, we've got midweek games. And then after that, midweek is the playoff final. I think. Yeah, well. I hope anyway, for your Cali won. Have a good time. But I also do want to see. If Inverness, if oh, Inverness oh, gets oh, to the playoff oh. final, it'll be around my birthday. That's fun. Maybe we birthday prezi. Yes, please. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the upcoming fixtures for game week okay. 36. Um, Celtic versus Hearts. Your team? I've already said I reckon Hearts get absolutely pasted here, to be honest. We're playing for nothing. Why? We're rubbish. What? We're always rubbish Why in Glasgow. Why is it a 12 o'clock kickoff in Glasgow for a team travelling from Edinburgh? Who cares about that? Also, and because it's of... all about the money that they make from Sky. Because of fantasy. It screws the fantasy. Yeah, it's stupid. I don't know. But again, it's, you know, the fans are put on the back burners while Sky can make their money and the SPFL can make yeah, their yeah, money. Yeah, 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 we said no politics. Come on now. Well. 
Um, yeah, I'd be looking at. I mean, I'm gonna keep. I'll keep my Hearts players too, to be honest. I don't know if Kings will start in this game again. I'm just gonna come sitting about, but it's because I don't like need the funds at the moment. I've kind of got the benefit. Of yeah, I might. I might start Strijek. So therefore, if, if oh right, okay. Because sorry, if Hearts get gubbed, then I'm not getting negative points. Yeah, you will. Still, Strijek would play. That's fine because then he just gets zero points. No, because he'll come off. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's not how it works. No. Oh, that's infuriating. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that's how it worked. I don't mind far. Because you're an idiot. Harsh, but true. I will keep um, Cameron Carter Vickers in my team, and I'll <laughs> maybe switch one of. Or maybe switch Kyogo for someone. I don't know. I don't know. I need to. Been off. Taylor's going to play every game. I feel like. I think Ralston's likely to drop instead of him. Mm. Although I prefer Ralston and Jur- and Jurvanovic <clears throat> rather than the other way around. Yeah. Um, Jack is probably a pretty good option for this. He was pretty lively last time against. I uh, no, did he play against? Maybe it was the week before that he looked really lively, or week after. I can't remember. Oh yeah, no, he scored like a wee back heel, didn't he? He was offside, but it was offside by like a ball here, but Hearts fans still kicked off a right fast. Um, yes, Jack Abakis might be a good shout. I think I imagine he'll be back to start in this week. Uh, I hope so because I, I spent a lot of money bringing bringing him in. Yeah, I might try and I'd have to take a minus four though is the only issue. But yeah, say the v. Um, I've got Barry McKay and I've got Liam Boyce. I plan on keeping both of them just because it's not worth. About unless I do take out Boyce for Jackamacus, which I might do. I have to be fair. Mackay, and that's it. And Gordon, as I said. Yeah. Um, second game of the game week thirty six. Another big one for the European chase. Uh, it is fifth versus sixth. Um, Ross County play at home to Motherwell. Joseph Hungbo. Um, he looked all right when he came on. I thought. Uh, last week, um, we could Charles Cook again. Like I said earlier, he wasn't playing fantastically, but I mean, he's. There's honestly no one from either team I'd take. Not I was thinking about Hungbo. Maybe if you were looking at like a differential. Um, True, maybe. But uh, the only player I have is Wilson from Motherwell. It's because he's a non-starter. Yeah, I would also th- maybe think about someone like like a. Go mm. on. I don't know, I was going to say maybe like a, like a Conor Rando or like a Iacobotti. A Iacobotti? Iacobotti. Well, Motherwell have lost two games in a row. Yeah. And County have drawn one, lost one. Yeah. I think County are the better side. Controversial? I don't think so. Is that controversial? I mean, they are above them in the league, um, so maybe less controversial. I think they're just but, uh, playing better at the moment. I would say yeah. counter the better side. Counter are probably more deserving of Europe as well, just because their squad is <laughs> arguably worse. Take that back. But they've also they don't got... deserve it because of who they hired as their manager. As a coach, so I mean, <laughs> make that what you will. Um, yeah, <laughs> Regan Charles Cook maybe worth a punt, but he's not returned for a good while now. Joseph Hungbo, again, he's on penalties as well, which uh, is to benefit. And then yeah, the I mean, I'm kind of blinded by the fact that I saw Ross County play and their defense played well. So that for that reason alone, you'd say Yakovati, and because Motherwell haven't been scoring goals. Yeah. I'm sold. I'm doing it. Conor Randall also looked very good um, in that game. 
and he's he, he'd play fullback, so there's probably more of a chance for an attack and return there. Uh, third game of game week thirty six, we have Livy playing at home to St Johnston. Um, Alan Forrest might be back in the starting lineup this week, although it feels like a risk. You don't know the lineups. Um, he was on the bench this week, and then obviously the week before he was completely dropped. Um, I don't think they ever came out and said if it was for an injury. No, I don't. I've not seen anything at least. No. Um, maybe just so he doesn't play, so therefore he's less likely to leave. Well, I think he's going to leave either way, to be honest. Um, is he? Is that end of contract or just end of contract? Yeah. You'll be buzzing when we get him. I will be. Yeah, absolutely elated. Um, St. Johnson. Um, I mean, away from home. The way they're playing, I'm not looking at anyone in that team other than Callum Hendry who might sneak a goal. But the Livy defence hasn't been awful of recent. Not really. Um, I, I, they've won both their games. I, I yeah, think they'll win. I mean, the Livy are the form side of that bottom half. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, Obelai probably a good shout as well if you're looking for a defender. I think Alan Forrest would be a good shape. I'm just I'm apprehensive if he starts or not. Um. So yeah. Again, I uh, make of that what you will, kind of, scenario. Um. What games next? A rubbish one. St. Mirren versus Dundee. You're absolutely spot on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's got that's got a one all written all over it. If if you had St. Mirren players, like if you had a that's Connor a Ronan, a sim- or if you had a, a, a Scott Tanser. Scott Tanser's been out. He's out injured. He played last week and he got clean sheet. He was out injured. <laughs> um, Scott Tanser's probably a good shout as well. Marcus Fraser as well, but I think he's he's been a bit in and out of that team of recent. Uh, so, yeah. Have a, have a look out for that. I think would be would be fair. Um, Hibs play at home to Aberdeen in a game that I think is absolutely impossible to call. <laughs> I, just don't know what's I think happen. neither teams score, but Aberdeen still lose. I've got you and Henderson. I'll probably keep him on my bench as like my for my trick player, uh, and then yep, I've got sure. Ferguson who will start because. He's going to get a pen. Probably. It'd be fun if they got a penalty in every game they play. <laughs> get him really high up the top scorer ranking. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... Lewis Ferguson has been played well. Like, outside of you know, getting penalties, scoring penalties, he's been yeah, playing he's been, well in these... He's also games. the main man for Aberdeen in that midfield. Yeah. Um, so, he's probably worth a punt if you're looking at a midfielder. And then... The last game to round out the weekend on Sunday due to Rangers uh, Europa League game will be Rangers playing at Ibrox against Dundee United. Um, Rangers at home. I've got two Rangers defenders. I'm pretty happy with that. Sakala, I'm unsure on. It depends who plays tomorrow. Yeah. If Roof plays. Because Roof and who else was it? Might not be starting. Ramsey. Yeah, might not be playing tomorrow. And therefore... If Roof's fit enough for Saturday, he might play if Sakala starts. Drop a phone there. It's like sick. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. I mean, great. Oh, I agree. What do you want me to say? Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't tell you what you want me to say. <laughs> well, outside of outside of 
those kind of options there's is, is pretty limited. I mean, actually, well, Arivo might play through the centre again, maybe worth a punt against a what has become a quite lacklustre than the United defence. Um, I can't really think of a name of someone else who's a bit of a threat offensively. Scott Orfield? <laughs> maybe? Nah, I don't know. I wouldn't say anyone really... I, I mean, I'll be on the, the captain tab, I reckon. Actually, I might not be, because if he plays in... Oh, because they're still technically... Who have they got it right back? So. They don't have Patterson anymore. They signed some like, Polish fellow, no? like Kolovsky or something. He's not played a single... Has he, has he played? I don't know. But he's there. He's at the club. <laughs> yeah, I guess... Meh. It's a game that's probably worth playing him in. Yeah. Can't be that risky. Well, no, but again, because Rangers technically haven't lost the league yet. So I don't know how much they'll make of that. True, but I guess have a look at the Hearts result. <laughs> like if Hearts get a result against Celtic, then that is that's true. Then Tav will be sorting. That's not. But it's, also, not it's not happening. Hearts aren't getting. It's also a too late. Celtic. If you get a result against Celtic, I'll give you a tenner. Okay. I'm, you're not by result, a... by result, do you mean draw or three points? <laughs> Fucking take a draw. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we lose by less than three, I'm happy. <laughs> As a result. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, but yeah, we can hopefully round it up there. Um, it's been a it's been a bit, a bit of a mess actually. <laughs> it has. It's been interesting. Um, Try to figure out how and many all because Hugh wasn't here. Yeah. So blame Hugh if you want to shout at anyone in the uh, comments. Um, Although be nice if Rangers are out. If Rangers still no, I think double league, down. Be mean. <laughs> um. Yeah, you you feel free to give us any advice or feedback uh, on Twitter at HoofballPod. That's where we that's where we tweet. That's where we do things, which is all all well and good. So feel free to follow us over there, uh, as well as following 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 us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this uh, currently, because that helps too. But yes, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back again next week, earlier on, because uh, we got the midweek games. Oh fuck you! Yeah. Um, so maybe <laughs> I probably won't be a doubler because this is the last two games of the season. So we probably do it last what? game of the season. Yeah, oh. individual. It's a lot of yes. recording to do next week. There's we'll a lot, of, it, lot it of things on next week. But yeah, might do a Sunday night recording. Oof. Not on God's day. I scrim that. <laughs> Can't anyway, do that. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you again next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.